0: Today on the newscast, is Iran becoming a drone superpower? The Iranian regime showed off its growing arsenal of attack drones over the weekend and vowed to use them on the battlefield. That's just one of a number of breaking Middle East stories that we're following. Much more coming up. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Another very busy weekend in the Middle East, and we want to get you right up to speed. Let's start with Sunday, April 18th. Now, Iran marked its annual Army Day, and to do so, they held a massive military parade showcasing some of their latest hardware. At the forefront in this parade was Iran's growing fleet of attack drones. Now, the drones were carried on the back of trucks, and the trucks were emblazoned with the slogan, Down with Israel, of course, no surprise there. But the drones came in all shapes and sizes. We had attack drones, surveillance drones, so called suicide drones, which could be packed with explosives and flown into a target. More on that in a minute. But the Iranian regime clearly is very proud of this growing arsenal of attack drones. One Jerusalem Post writer called Iran a drone superpower. They were again at the forefront of this military parade. Obviously, the regime takes this drone arsenal very seriously and sees it as a great benefit for their efforts. A top Iranian army commander called them, quote, Iran's trump card in any future engagement with its enemies. And he promised that these drones would be used on the battlefield. Now this really comes as no surprise if you've been watching the Watchman newscast folks over the past few months. We've been telling you that Iran is building and building this drone arsenal. In particular key point here, these were domestically produced Iranian-made drones that were shown off yesterday at this military parade. Really, we saw the first glimpse of this Back in January, we reported it here on the newscast, Iran held its first ever drone drill earlier this year, showcasing hundreds of these attack drones. And again, very, very proud of what they are building. But a key point, again, is Iran is not just keeping these at home in Iran. They are sharing this drone technology with their proxies across the region. The Houthis in Yemen, Uh, Probably the most successful example of that, if you are Iran, again and again on practically a daily basis, the Houthis are using these attack drones to attack Saudi Arabia. Oftentimes, they will combine these drones with missiles to have a kind of hybrid model to attack the Saudi kingdom. That has happened repeatedly. That's number one. Number two, we know that Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, have these Iranian made drones. Hezbollah, of course, in Lebanon has them as well. Now, those Iran-backed Shia militias in Iraq also have the drone capability. We saw it on full display last week as a U.S. military base in northern Iraq was struck by an attack drone packed with TNT, slammed into the base. Thankfully, no one was killed or injured. It was in Iraqi Kurdistan at the Erbil International Airport. But again, it shows you that Iran, number one, is going to use the technology for their own purposes, but number two, they are freely passing off this drone technology to their proxies across the region to be used against Israel, Saudi Arabia, the United States forces in Iraq, so a very dangerous situation that we have. Now, another important story that emerged over the weekend in the region that we are keeping a very close eye on is the reported death of a top Iranian Quds Force commander, Mohammad Hussein Zada Hijazi. Now, the Quds Force is the elite wing of Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps. Hijazi, in the past, answered directly to the not-so-dearly departed Iranian terror master Qasem Soleimani, who, of course, was taken out in a U.S. drone strike in January 2020. But Hijazi was reportedly a pretty powerful figure within the Quds Force, very involved working with the Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen and also working closely with Hezbollah on that PGM program, precision-guided munitions, whereas the Iranian regime is attempting to transit precision-guided advanced missiles and weaponry into the hands of its top proxy Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. And folks, precision-guided missiles and munitions do exactly what their name says. They will hit the target with precision. It's obviously a red line for Israel to have this kind of weaponry at its doorstep. And that's a good reason why we've seen hundreds and hundreds of Israeli airstrikes over the past several years against Iranian and Hezbollah assets inside Syria. One of the main targets has been these PGMs. And Hijazi, who again, it was announced over the weekend that he died, was apparently very involved in this PGM, precision guided munitions program with Iran's proxy Hezbollah. The Iranian regime says he died of a heart attack. The timing, obviously very interesting with everything that's going on in the region right now. The strike on the Natanz nuclear facility last week, the proxy war at sea. So Let's see if we get some more information uh, in the days and weeks to come about the circumstances surrounding Hijazi's death. Again, a guy who has been very active working with the Houthi rebels in Yemen. Obviously, uh, a major battle raging right now in northern Yemen with the Houthis battling various forces there. So we will continue to keep an eye on that. Again, this was a very influential and powerful figure in Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps. That bears watching. Okay, a third item over the weekend that you probably didn't hear about in the mainstream media, but we are following for you here on the Watchman newscast. Yet another rocket attack against a base in Iraq housing U.S. personnel, the Balad Air Base north of Baghdad. It houses U.S. trainers. Several rockets were fired at it over the weekend. There were some injuries, some Iraqi security forces who are stationed there uh, were injured, hopefully not serious. We don't have too many details about it just yet. But no American citizens were injured or killed, thankfully. But again, folks, we are seeing Iran through its proxies, those Iraqi Shia militias, upping their game in Iraq. I mentioned last week the drone strike against a U.S. base in northern Iraq. Now, yet again, another rocket barrage against this base in uh, the Balad air base just north of Baghdad. So clearly Iran is not scaling back its terror operations, even though right now Iranian officials are at the negotiating table uh, in Vienna. They've been for the past two weeks. U.S. officials are also there, and they are attempting to come together and reforge, I guess you would say, that disastrous Iran nuclear deal. And get the United States back into it after President Trump rightly pulled out of it in 2018. But the Biden White House is determined to revive the deal, which brings us to our last news nugget from over the weekend out of the region. Israel is reportedly very concerned that the Biden White House will re-enter that nuclear deal at any cost. Look, Israel has made very clear that under no circumstances will it allow Iran to acquire the bomb? So folks, stay tuned, because if Iran gets this deal, once again, they are on a path to accomplishing that goal. They already announced last weekend that they are now enriching uranium at a 60% clip, the highest level that Iran has ever enriched uranium. Of course, you enrich uranium to build a nuclear bomb. It is not for peaceful civilian purposes. Let's wake up the Iranian regime wants the bomb. One of the world's most dangerous regimes wants the world's most dangerous weapons, uh, and they are directly threatening Israel. It's an existential threat, and Israel will not allow it. Stay tuned. Hey, speaking of Israel, I wanted to mention our sponsor for today's newscast, our good friends at Artsa, the unique subscription box straight from the Holy Land, comes to your doorstep with Israeli-made products. Again, straight from the Holy Land, Go to artsabox.com, use the discount code WATCHMAN18 to get an 18% discount off an Artsa box subscription. This month's offer is from Jerusalem. Unique products made in Jerusalem by Israeli businesses. Great stuff. Folks, you don't see me endorse many products here on the Watchman Newscast, but I believe in what the folks at Artsa are doing. So check it out. It's a great offer. Hey, thanks for joining us today here on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.